Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. I am your host, Therese Threes, and normally what I do is read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong Will Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. But right now, while I am sitting here in traffic, (laughs) I just wanted to talk to y'all. So, my youngest son will be going off to UNT tomorrow. Tomorrow. My son is going off to college. And um, we had a conversation, and he asked me, Mom, how do you feel? And I was like, of course I'm going to have mixed feelings because he's the baby boy. He's the youngest. Um, And so I'm not quite an empty nester because I have my youngest daughter, still at home, but it's really, literally right around the corner. So life as I've known it as a single mother, for the most part, well, my life is about to change in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways. So what do you do whenever there's a shifting in your world? How do you operate whenever things change, whether it's for the better or whether whether it's for the worse? Um, I didn't realize, you know, how whenever kids are growing up or our kids are growing up and we're just like, ooh, I'll be so glad when you become a teenager. Ooh, I'll be so glad when you're grown. And for a long time, for a season, for a, a window, <laughs> a small window, It seemed as if time stood still, and I felt like my kids were not growing up. I literally felt like, oh, my God, they're so dependent on me. And now they are shifting into their independent worlds. And I do have moments where I I know that I've done good, at least that's what people tell me, in terms of getting them to this point. But... At the same time, I know how cruel this world can be. And I really do hope that I have prepared my 19-year-old for the best, but also how to handle if things don't always go, how to handle himself if things don't always go as planned. Because... A part of living is understanding that things will not always go as planned. And how do we adjust or readjust when our plans change midair, midair? And so he and I had a discussion yesterday, and he was like, Mom. I said, what? He said, I got it done. I said, what? He said, I found out that I would not be able to go into my dorm if I did not have my ID. And he said, so I had to think quickly. And I said, so what did you do? He said, I went ahead and stood up against the wall, took a photo, and then um, pretty much sent that to them. And now I just got a message, and they told me that it's ready for pickup. He said, because I can't get into my dorm without that. And I was like, good job, son. You know, you found a way to kind of maneuver around that situation, and I'm glad that you found out in time so that you could do something about it. 
And so he said, yeah, because I would have been upset, Mom, if I would have got there, and then I couldn't get in my dorm because of that. But God. So right now his transportation is not as dependable as I would like it to be. And so uh, I've incorporated and asked for prayer that my son make it there safely. Of course, Lord say the same, and I pray he does. I am planning to be right there with my baby. So we're doing a whole lot this evening in preparation for the travel. But I am so grateful that God has allowed me to see my children grow up to be these young adults. And the fact that they are... teachable. The fact that they are still teachable, that's something else that I'm grateful for. Because as I keep hearing, there's a lot of teenagers that would not do what some of my teenagers have done. And so one of the things I had encouraged my son to do when he got, he was gifted with this vehicle was to go and have a diagnostic diagnosis done, diagnosis, diagnostic, however you say it, um, done on the vehicle, and for him to find out what the major issues were and find out what the minor issues were and to take his finances and to start attacking that list so that over a period of time, he would have everything on that list done and his car would be or feel like it was practically new. And so, much to my surprise, he obeyed those instructions, and now he has about 80% of what is required for his car to be up to par done, which is literally a miracle um, because a lot of times kids want to do something different with their money, but he opted to do the right thing with his. Not only that, everything that um, has been gifted to him financially He's been making sure that he knocks off his list in terms of what needs to be done um, for him to have a great experience in his dorm. So there's a lot of things that I am grateful for right now. And one of those things is the fact that he has utilized the resources afforded him to make the right decisions in terms of getting himself ready for the next phase of his life and that is being on campus in a dorm and preparing to live his college life. And so for those of you that don't know, I am the mother of six beautiful children and one grandson, and I'm the grandmother of one grandson. And um, out of my six children, Five of them have attended college, and I am a divorcee. I did not have all six children by the same man. Let me just put that out there. <laughs> I technically have four baby daddies, and so my oldest child has her father. My two children after that have the same father. Then my son, my 21-year-old, he has his father. 
and then my two youngest ones, they were by my ex-husband. So I have three girls and three boys. To me, they are all beautiful. And then I have a grandson, and he is just, he just, oof. That one right there has my, my heart, y'all. That little boy has my heart. Um, but five of the six children have attended college, and three of the six children have graduated from college. And so I am very much elated because they didn't have to choose this path. Now, college is in our background. I went to college. Now, I only received my paralegal studies degree, my associate's degree. Lord said the same. I pray that he does. One day I will go back for my bachelor's and my master's. However, um, my brother, we are 15 minutes, months apart. He has his associate's, his bachelor's, and his master's all in the same field in engineering. And then I have my other brother. He has his bachelor's degree in I hope I say this right, kinesthetics. Um, and then my sister, she has college in her background. So we broke that curse, so to speak. Um, we broke that generational curse, and we all attended college, the siblings. And so now my children are continuing that legacy of at least going to college. And so I'm super excited um, for the journey. Now, trust me. College is not for everybody. My 24-year-old was like, no, Mom, I'm good. I did it. Uh, I'm going to try a different path. <laughs> and so he's on his different path. And so my youngest daughter, might, she might opt to do the same. And so we just never know. But they all have college experience. And so um, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that they, they felt driven enough to continue their education even after high school. And so now it's just a matter of seeing my 19-year-old off. And I'm excited about that. I'm excited about his new journey. I'm excited to be able to have those conversations with him, for me to tell him, like, for him to tell me his experiences, what he felt um, in certain circumstances and situations, because, you know, everybody got their story to tell when it comes to their college experience. And so I'll never forget my own personal college experience. There was a time um, when I was going to school that I literally, I'll never forget it because my, well, he's 21 years old now, but <laughs> I had a moment because I literally went to college, had a year left, and I ended up being in a situation where my caregivers put me and my children out on the street. So when they did that, um, I had to take a break from college. And it was very devastating for me, very, very, very devastating, because I truly believe that had I kept that momentum, I would have my bachelor's, if not my master's by now. But to be put out out of nowhere, um, and I found out later on is that fear played a part in that, but... Nevertheless, um, to be put out and having to start over because I literally became homeless overnight. And so I, me and my children, we stayed in hotels. And I just, I, looking back, I really don't know how I got over 
how I got through it, except by the grace of God. But I'll never forget, because what ended up happening was we stayed in hotels for five consecutive weeks. And I was so glad that I had taken the time out while I was staying with them to save, because the money that I saved is what kept us afloat for those five weeks and then going forward. And so I and so saving is very important. For those of you that don't like to save money, when I tell you saving money is very important because you never, ever know when you might be in a crisis and need to pull from your savings. But I ended up, um, we got through that storm, and I made up my mind that I was going to go back and finish college, and I did. And as a treat to myself, I didn't walk across the stage because I've graduated from high school, so I know what that feels like. I didn't walk across the stage. I planned a trip for myself to Atlanta, Georgia for an entire week. So um, I literally gifted myself and celebrated myself because that was something that, in a lot of ways, I was told would never happen. So to some people, getting an associate's degree is not a big deal. But for me, because of all the hell I had to go through to get that associate's degree, it's equivalent in my mind to getting a master's degree, honey, because I had to go through pure B hell in order for me to obtain that degree. And I remember one day, before I ever got the degree, coming home and crying my eyes out because I'm so used to exceeding expectations. I'm just used to doing that. If you give me a goal, I'm going to do my best to exceed it. That's just in me. And so I'll never forget when I found out that the grade that I got was a C. And I, I'm talking about I cried. And my son, he is 21 years old now, he looked at me and said, Mom, I said, what? He said, when you get that degree, they are not going to care that you made a C because the C is still passing. You are doing everything that you can to go to school. That C is still a passing grade. You don't have to repeat that course ever again. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> the C felt like an F in that moment before I talked to him. But after I talked to him, that C felt like an A. And so what do we do when things shift? That's what's happening. My life is shifting. And I know that I'm going to look up one day and I'm going to be extremely grateful that I stayed the course. I stayed the course. I've had so many reasons to give up on life. I've had so many reasons to give up on myself. I've had so many reasons to just plain old give up. But I opted to stay the course. My son opted to stay the course. And now he is about to go off to college. And what's amazing to me is that this child is the same child that had to go through all of the issues that COVID-19 and being on the planet, the pandemic taking place, all of those issues. Remember, y'all, when COVID-19 hit, there's a lot of people that did not 
get the opportunity to graduate in the traditional way. Now he was not one of those children. By the time that by the time he graduated, that part had already, you know, I guess you could say weathered over. But um a lot of college students and high school students were impacted by the pandemic nevertheless. And I truly believe that my son went through a season of depression because we were transitioning. We had moved. And when we moved, we moved to from a two-story townhome to a two-bedroom apartment, one level. And so I watched him not want to get up and go to school. I watched how he really believed that he was going to graduate with his peers. And then everything shifted because now where we were located, the school was a different school. And so having to know that he was not going to graduate with his friends, that's a major impact. That's That could be traumatic for a lot of people. And so he found the strength to, I referred him to counselors, I referred him to therapists. He didn't want to take that route. He just did his own process of healing and recovering, and he got out of that funk. And so now he is right back where he wanted to be, and I see him dancing now. He's smiling. He's so elated, and I'm so elated for him. And to be able to see that he has risen above that bad situation. So, yeah, what do you do when life takes a shift? I've watched my children be resilient. I've been resilient. Um, One of the things that one of my best friends has always said is that you are so resilient. You know how to bounce back. And I'd like to say in a lot of ways my children have seen that and they've adopted that. They've adopted resilience. Um, I remember when my 21-year-old told me when he was going to Texas A&M how he fell into a bout of depression because he literally was um, in a totally different city, and he was, for the most part, by himself. And that was a very traumatic experience for him, what he underwent. And I said, how did you overcome? Now, don't please do not misunderstand what I'm sharing with you. If you are having suicidal thoughts, if you are having depressive thoughts or depression, uh, having bouts of depression, if you're going through that, please seek professional help. I'm just sharing their testimony. Just because it's their testimony does not mean that it is going to be yours. So make sure you get professional help. If you are suffering from any anything, negative thoughts, um, get help. I have an actual therapist. He has a therapist now. Um, But in that season, he did not go to therapy. But he said he found a way to get up every day and go work out and shake off that spirit of oppression and depression. And he did it. And he made a conscious decision for himself that maybe that atmosphere was not conducive to his mental health. And so he stopped going. However, he has his associate's degree. So in his mind, at least I have a degree, Mom. Okay, I got you. And he's operating in the field, his engineering field, right now. So sometimes it can work for you, whether you're degreed or not. (laughs) It just appears. 
but um, so he's actually offered the very thing he was going to school for mechanical engineering, and the very thing that he was going to school for, he is now doing at Tesla. So it all worked out by the grace of God. Um, however, he did confess to me that he had a moment where he was depressed, and so I know that I have suffered from depression for quite a long time. Um, and so I had to get help. I had to get therapy. I had to get the tools. I had to do the work um, in order for me to figure out how to overcome that demon, so to speak. Um, and there's moments that if I'm not careful, I know that I could easily fall back into that. But God. So I just wanted to take a moment to just encourage someone, whoever this may be, whoever it may be, um, don't give up on you. Do not give up on you. No matter how hard things seem, no matter how confusing they may be, no matter how taunting they may feel, don't give up on you. Do not give up on you. Try your best never to make a permanent decision based off of a temporary circumstance because God has the power to change your circumstances suddenly. And sometimes we just need a suddenly blessing. Sometimes we just need a suddenly breakthrough. Sometimes we just need a suddenly. So I hope that y'all have the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. But please, please, please do me a huge favor and take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye, and thank you so much for listening.